This podcast is a product of the Hyper RPG Podcasting Network. Visit hyperrabbitpowergo.com to learn more. presents Anime Club here on Hyper RPG. I am Emma Fife, joined as always by Matt Acevedo. What's going on, everybody? And our very special guest host today, Markia McCarty. Hey, right here, ready to talk. Thanks <laughs> for uh, being with us today, Markia. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm glad that we're uh, going to get our bebop on. Yeah, yeah. we're <laughs> stoked to have you on the show. We are going to be breaking down sessions 10 through 17, so that is the middle eight episodes of Cowboy Bebop in just a little bit here, but first... How's everyone's week going? Everybody having a good old time? Yeah, they've been going pretty well. Yeah? Um, yeah, they've been pretty well. I, guys, I finally beat Detective Pikachu, and I am a huge Ooh, advocate dang. of that game. I will say the gameplay is very easy. And okay. If they, and I think there's going to be a sequel, and I would love a sequel, but I think they should improve it to, like, Professor Layden stuff. Okay. But the story, I'm like, oh, I didn't think I'd be into this, but... Dang, Pikachu delivers, I think. Where would you like to see a, a, a like sequel to Detective Pikachu go without fully spoiling the uh, ending or anything? I mean, like they leave it open. Like they, they don't solve something and I'm like, but I have a theory as to like why. Ooh, and I'm like, yeah. I did not think this game was gonna be that crazy, but I'm like, this is a blast. And and it's a, it's definitely like a visual novel, but damn, guys, I, like I said, I did not think I was going to like this game. I really enjoyed that game. It was so so enjoyable, for sure. And, yes. uh, Marquia, yeah. you seem to have brought a prop with you uh, yeah. today. It looks Never. like some swag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like a fun stuff, because I, I know we were talking about anime and everything like this. Uh, this is a Tokyo Ghoul. Uh, I have not watched oh, this yet. Oh, yeah. 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 We I'm very, have seen it. Did we yes. Have? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, okay. it's, uh, it is, you know, anime live-action films are notoriously... Not necessarily always so great, yeah. but that one is actually really, really <laughs> enjoyable. That, sure. And I think nice. the I'm thing that's forward. that's really strong about that Tokyo Ghoul movie is they really focus on the horror aspect of Tokyo Ghoul. Not that the series isn't horror anyway, it mm. is, but that they really, really hone in on it. And the, the visuals are disturbing. I yeah. really Good. like it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of want that. I'm, I'm in that stage of my, well, you know, there's, for me, I've gone through different stages when it comes to anime. Sure. And now I'm going back through a catharsis stage when it comes Got to anime. It. So I like darker themes right now, you know, oh, like nice. Gonzi and um, um, Ajin. Oh, yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm, going, I'm going through that to just be like, oh, uh, you know, this, like right. with um, uh, Ajin, with a, it's like, oh, he's a... He's a he's just a regular boy. He's kind of sociopathic, and now he can't die. And oh, Ooh, how's yeah. this going to turn out? Well, this I, uh, yeah. took a turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like I've I've seen the entire series. I'm picking apple picking back through it. Nice, nice. nice. Yeah. Whereas I'm going through a '70s anime phase, which is just my natural state. Uh, Uniqlo <laughs> just released a new uh, fashion line with Rose of Versailles. Is anybody oh, else what? in the Rose of Versailles? Oh, okay. It's so good. <laughs> it's all the roll guys. You should watch Rose of Versailles. It's great. It's about Marie Antoinette before the French Revolution. And really, it's about Lady Oscar, who's her sort of 
personal bodyguard and confidant, yeah. and it's great. It's I need to go to nice. Uniqlo in general. I yeah, just, man. Like, I haven't. I, everyone has this. Yeah. There's such great anime fashion. I know, there, but they have a cool fashion. Marvel collection right now too. So, Uniqlo, if you want to sponsor this show, we'll take it. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's get into some news for this week. So. First up, the first visual for the upcoming Yu Yu Hakusho OVA mm-hmm, has mm-hmm. been revealed Woo! featuring fan favorites, or at least my favorites, Kurama and Hiei. This is most likely from the animated adaptation of the manga bonus chapter, Two Shot, detailing how the two met, which serves as the basis for one half of the OVA, the other being the manga's penultimate chapter, All or Nothing, which features the main characters resolving a hostage crisis in the spirit world. The new OVA is set to release with the fourth part of the series' 25th anniversary Blu-ray collection on October 26th in Japan. Matt, as a connoisseur of all things <laughs> Studio Piro, Black Clover notwithstanding, uh, what is your take on the upcoming original video animation? I mean, I think it's going to be great. First off, we haven't seen them. Like, what was the last fight? Uh, was it? Uh, who was that last fight in the Spirit uh, Tournament? We haven't seen them since then. Yes, we and have not. It was Tommy? 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 That's it's been so long right. since I've seen it. I, but... It's been a while since I watched you on yeah, the show. Yeah. Though I, I started re-watching it, but I, I haven't made it to that final tournament yet. I think this is going to be a nice revamp for the series. You know, I think it's it's going to be, like, the animation stuff's going to be there, and they have the original voice actors coming in, too, Yeah, that's great. the thing that really excites me about this, is that we're going to be seeing new Animate like yes. we're going to be seeing Studio Piro now. Yes, exactly. Doing Yu Hawk Show, and it was fantastic at the time. It's a mm-hmm. great animation studio, but I'm really excited to see what they do with it in you know the and current day. Yeah, exactly. And like like I said, like the original voice actors are coming, except for I don't remember. There's like one of them of the original crew is not coming back. Yeah, but I think it looks really promising, and yeah. I'm ready for some more Spirit Gun action. I haven't seen it totally, in so man. long. Good and, old Spirit Gun. You know, and like you know, I know that uh, Hunter Hunter is like finally picking up again, but it'll be nice to jump back to something a little different. From yeah that writer so yeah i'm really excited to see it see them in action uh, have you yeah. watched you hawk show Marquia? i haven't i'm just like looking at both of you like oh okay it's, so this oh, is going on my so list really good. Oh, yeah because yeah, yeah. i like the passion with that totally yeah. and then hearing hostage situation and a spirit world i'm like Ooh, yes. Yes. because i love spirit world stuff that uh negative zone like sure. all of that it's like i'm i'm on board yeah with i it. mean it's like part fighting anime part Detective yes. story, yeah. part okay. undead spirit world kind of stuff. It's a it's a really really good show. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's <laughs> and like the, the cast of like side characters and stuff are so good. Yeah, it's uh, I Kurama and Hiei are my I mean, I think so, I, you nailed it, right? Yeah. Like, like he, I always wanted to be Hiei because he was so cool and dark yeah. and I brooding. Just, you know, and stuff. I clearly have a thing about roses. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kurama. <laughs> All right. So the hottest thing in pro sports right now, you guess it, because this is an anime show. Anime! Uh, The internet went wild last Monday, April 30th, when NBA player Joel Embid of the Philadelphia 76ers was seen watching anime courtside to get amped up for a game. Mm -hmm. The video shared on Twitter by at NBA on TNT did spark a little controversy, though, because he was watching Dragon Ball GT. (laughs) Oh, I hope he didn't start there. (laughs) The GT and those who laud the... uh, Canonical Super as vastly superior naturally got into a little bit of a Twitter argument on this thread. Uh, Marquia, what is your take on the whole GT versus Super situation? I don't GT. Come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just not because I, I, you know, started from episode one with with Dragon Ball. It's like, you know, this this is good. This is good when you have like steps and levels. You have to earn it. And, you know, like, oh, Super Saiyan takes like three episodes. Yeah, man. And then you get to GT. 
PT and it's like, I'm going to destroy planets because I coughed. Yeah. And that's a thing that just happened. <laughs> and it's like, it's too big. And also we had all this progress with Goku and you know what? We're just going to make him a kid again because why not? Yeah. Yeah. Like just rewind it all back. And those weird like monkey super Saiyan. You Dude, remember like it's, super Saiyans in that? With the monkey tails? Yeah. So it's like, cause you know, they're Saiyans so they got to have their tails and stuff. But yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I kind of, so. I kind of get it. I kind of understand. Like sure. I have a lot of friends like in college and high school who grew up who'd never really watched anime, but they watched yeah. Dragon Ball, anything Dragon Ball. So GT mm. was like a huge thing for them even though it wasn't that that good they still hold it really close because it's all about it's for them it was all about you know they're also very athletic and stuff like that too my friends uh and it was all about powering up and exceeding your limits and going beyond they like they kind of stayed by that you know it's like i totally get it to amp up before a game like gt like super z whatever i think I think that's a good thing to watch. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. when I was watching GT as a kid, because we had fan subs of GT mm-hmm. that we got at a weird store in the Waterbury Mall uh, uh-huh. in Waterbury, Connecticut, where my cousins, well, my cousins lived there. Anyway, it was near where they lived. Uh, but I remember liking it when I first watched it just because I liked Pan as a character and I liked that we were kind of getting a potentially super saiyan girl character Ah, it never really goes there and thank goodness for super because we finally do get to see some girl super saiyans which is awesome so good but yeah i mean i I recognize now how silly gt was but you know as a a, you know 14 year old or whatever it was cool it was cool yeah Yeah, and we were hungry for more dragon ball so back then it was like i remember watching it i wasn't really i don't remember what went on in it you know yeah, but i remember yeah. watching it still because it was dragon ball and it made me excited you know? yep then i just saw it kind of like a uh, fan fiction made a lot yeah yeah that is yeah. definitely definitely true and uh you know the the king of all things dragon ball in north america is of course uh our friends over at Funimation, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. recently announced plans to produce not one, not two, but three limited edition Cowboy Bebop collector's edition Blu-ray box sets in oh, honor of the man. series' 20th anniversary. Nice. They range in price from $250 to $500, and while, of course, the more expensive options get you more stuff, all come packaged in a limited edition rigid collector's box and include both a 200-page hardcover art book and every hipster anime kid's dream the entire soundtrack by the wonderful Yoko Kano on vinyl. Oh man, there like, it is. Nothing like <laughs> there sitting around a right circle there. with some friends and yep. like you just know, just popping pop in your uh, your Cowboy Bebop records. <laughs> yeah, that's like some of my favorite stuff. Like anime soundtracks, definitely yeah. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Yes, Persona Five. Yes, oh, my God. Oh, man. Persona yes. 5 everything is so good. Zelda. It's like this is what I listen to. Side note: like, Have you watched any of the uh, Persona 5. Five anime? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's so, so good. good. Right? Oh, and there was like a. I like uh, I, okay, and I'm I'm in I'm in another replay of that. Because totally, no, it's yeah. great. I can't I can't give you up. I can't I know, give you up. It's like, and the it's anime so makes fun. you want to play it. You know? Exactly. <laughs> I watch the anime. Exactly. I, like, oh, I just want to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they have like dancing videos a lot. Yes, yeah, the dancing all night stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, but getting back to uh, Cowboy Bebop, this is the thing with these Blu-ray collector's editions, though, is they will not happen unless they get a thousand pre-orders so basically yeah. for every tier Ooh. any tier that reaches a thousand pre-orders will definitely get produced so it's possible only one of them will get produced uh or all three of them just depending on how those reservations 
end up going. Uh, head over to Funimation.com slash Bebop 20th for more details on that. Uh, and also, if you guys are dying to watch Cowboy Bebop right now, but you don't have Hulu. What? Uh, <laughs> and you don't have Funimation now. We what have do you got, do? Uh, oh, something very special for you, which is a code to use to get $5 off your first month of Funimation. Now, Funimation's streaming service where you can find Cowboy Bebop. Uh, here's the really cool thing, guys. Uh, Funimation now only costs $5.99 a month. So basically, you are going to get your first week for 99 cents or your first month for 99 cents. Right. Even yeah. better. Uh, yeah, so just head That's on over less to than a dollar. Uh, Funimation <laughs> to sign up for their streaming service. Use the code Hyper. M-H-A, that is Hyper M-H-A, M-H-A, of course, standing for My Hero Academia. Be sure to check out our sweet My Hero Academia Hero Challenge. It's really a bright, positive spot on the internet. It really is. And that code is limited to only the first 500 people. So be sure to act now so you get the chance to get your first month of Funimation for just 99 cents. Yes. Yes, do it. Yeah. Very cool. Do the good thing. Deal. That's a month of sweet might, doves, man. Might as well those try some, it Those out. are some, like, real good doves. Ex- like. Really, they're, they yeah. have so much on there, too. Cause they do. I, for mm. the longest time, only had Crunchyroll because I tend to watch yeah. my anime yeah. in Japanese with yeah. subtitles. And mm. I thought, uh, I don't know if I need to get... Funimation. I I wanted to watch the Dragon Ball Super dub, obviously, because I I grew up watching the Dragon Ball dub. So -hmm. that is just kind of, I I enjoy it that way. I like it with subtitles too. Mm -hmm. I just, I happen to enjoy that dub. Uh, But then when I did sign up for Funimation, I discovered that they have this huge library. So if you're you're old like me, uh, you will love Funimation now (laughs) because all the stuff you watched as a kid is on there. And for the most part, yes. both dubbed and subbed. So check it out. Do it. Cool. All Wait, right. I, I need to finish Bleach sometime. Yeah, yeah. right? Uh, should all, uh, <laughs> like, <know>. all of them. <laughs> all right. So moving on to Cowboy Bebop. Let's do this. Yeah. So episodes 10 through 17 we are talking about today got into a lot more plot yes. than the first yes. few episodes that we talked about last week. Definitely. Uh, you know, we got a couple, two, we got two. Two two no one two one two parter yeah two parter jazz we yeah. still got a couple uh, like one shot fun one shot episodes but we get a lot more backstory too we yeah get, like, and yeah. not just for Spike because no. we we had one episode the uh, ballad for fallen angels in the um, first like nine episodes yeah. that mm-hmm. there was you did get a little bit of uh, of Spike's backstory in that yeah. but you didn't you had some hints about what phase was when she was first introduced we knew next to nothing about Jet's backstory. And right. in the course of these few episodes, we actually got two backstory episodes for him. That's yeah. true. Uh, Alyssa. Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah. Ganymede Elegy. Yeah. I enjoyed, uh, well, uh, just, okay. So when I first saw Cowboy Bebop, and this is like back when, I don't know, like high school or something. I saw it super late. Um, I wasn't about it. I loved the music. And sure. Still love the music. But um, actually, the uh, I felt the overt over-sexualization of Faye sure. was just such a turnoff for me. And then like an, the kind of like um, infantilizing of Ed. Sure. Um, I, I just, I couldn't really get on board with it. So I, when, you know, you asked me for this, I'm like, all right, let me give this another. Let me <laughs> give this another round. Uh, and then like going through these episodes and watching it, I was like, you know what? There's actually, yeah, my, my earlier concerns are still valid. Sure. But it's, it's actually really enjoyable. I liked 
that a lot of the episodes were like standalones that were of yeah. a particular genre. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Like you had you had like an alien esque oh, um, episode. Oh, episode. Yeah. Right. That was a comedy with exactly. uh, Toys in the Attic. Yeah. 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 Which like, we just went through something like that here at Hyper. with this cooler in the front yard for months. Remember that cooler? Yes, yeah. I it's gone I now. Don't, don't, I'm glad you guys didn't open that I cooler. I have to say, <laughs> after I watched Toys in the Attic, I thought I need to immediately go clean my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's a fun episode. But yeah, I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I get that. We get a lot more depth. Like you know, I, I we, we Faye uh, is more than just like you know, like. I mean, but they they still utilize those uh, those male gaze shots like a oh, lot, a lot, you right. know. But, but she's like so but much it, more than that. Yeah, you know? it feels like she's owning it herself more than when I viewed it when I was. I younger. completely agree yeah. with you yeah. on that because I I remember being a little concerned about that when I watched the show. I was probably fourteen the first time I watched Cowboy Bebop. Uh, but I remember really liking Faye as a, as a character, but it, it's an issue that I've, I know I've talked about on other shows. I'm not sure if I've ever addressed it here on Hyper, but there was in sort of the mid-late 90s, this was your era of your Laura Crofts with oh, her yeah, big yeah. pixelated boobs. And it was one of those things where I felt like this is unfortunate that you have these really great female characters because Faye is a great character. She's mm -hmm. very complicated. Mm -hmm. She's very nuanced. She <laughs> makes a lot of selfish choices. I love which the is, backstabbiness. Yeah, yeah, which is just fun. She's a total rogue. Yeah, it's it. so fun for a woman to be that kind of character, mm -hmm. to just really be an agent of chaos and not care, but mm -hmm. at the same time That's have vulnerabilities of she doesn't really know who she is because when she woke up yep. from cryosleep yeah. she had no memory of her past oh my god that sucks yep yeah. right where it's just like everybody you know thinks about that it's like oh how would i survive yeah like, you so know like, something like that amount of debt yeah that's, that's basically a scam but it's like but who are you at the same time sure. and then the first person that treats you well after you wake up then adds to your debt it's oh, like what a what? jerk oh it's painful super it's jerk so painful. but that, you know, getting back to the point of, you know, drawing these women in these very sexualized manners, I, I do think that it does a little bit of a disservice to the character from the point of view that uh, it can be a little alienating to women who otherwise I think would really enjoy these characters. You're kind of putting a barrier in their way uh, in a way that we don't see in something like, in my opinion, a woman called Fujikomine, which is one of the Lupin the Third mm -hmm. series that is right. from the perspective. It's all about Fujikomine, the girl. And in it, yeah, she's naked a lot. But the series is directed by a woman. Okay. And it that makes a difference. Make a difference. It makes yeah. a difference. It does make a difference. Um, I think that, and we talked about this on the previous episode of Anime Club, I think that part of the reason that the women characters in this are so interesting is because, you know, the main writer was a woman on Cowboy Bebop. But, you know, you, I, I totally agree with you that there's there's a little male gaze in the animation. <laughs> and I, I don't know how much of that was uh, Shinichiro Watanabe and how much of that was Sunrise. But uh, yeah. it definitely it definitely exists. But as you say, you you can overlook it because it does feel like she's completely in control of her sexuality. And I also just really love a, a, a girl character who's super not ladylike at, at all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Like she tries her best. Like, like she tries to play it off that she has all these feminine charms, but she loses her temper real fast. <laughs> and it's a lot of fun. But yeah, yeah, the, the, the story where we get a little look into her backstory 
definitely adds another layer of depth really to that character. It makes sense why she like doesn't trust anyone. Yeah. Why so would just, she? Why exactly? The you know, first like, person she trusted, it was just like a total con artist. Yeah. You know, uh, and then what, three years later runs into him again. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, you're looking good. And then tries to work the game on her again. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Man, you just can't win. No, nope. you can't win in the future. <laughs> no, nope. no way, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was uh, just what the the arc that happened in these stories. Uh, so for the the first one, yeah, Ganymede um, Elegy. There it is. Uh, so for that one, with the, you find out more about. Um, oh, I keep on wanting to call him Rick. His name's not Rick. It's not. It's Jet. But <laughs> Jet. Yeah. This this is what it is for Jet. Uh, yeah, with him. I really liked what they did with Alyssa. Where she's totally doing agree. that, you know, she's standing him off with that gun. And she, and she, I like that not everybody has to be a good person in this, yes. in this mm-hmm. like particular anime. And especially with her, it's like her complaints are, you were too reliable. Yeah. It's like, I, yeah. I couldn't take it because I couldn't be my own person. I'm like, you know what? It's valid for you to say that. And also, oh, you brat. There's, <laughs> I know. There's, like, there's some choices in this anime that I'm always amazed by in terms mm-hmm. of like the editing and the cutting and stuff like that. For instance, in this episode, when they're at the bar, he's uh, Jet's at the bar with Alyssa. Mm-hmm. And there's this weird, there are these weird shots where it cuts like on individual words to Alyssa while she's talking. It's like, and at, at that point. Oh, like, you, yes. That yeah. scene stood out to me too. Yes. yes yeah, like yeah. that is like, at that point, you know that like she has moved. She is a different person. She has moved on. It's like, you know, in the, in a, an editing way, those words, man, I wish I wrote down those words because the words that it cuts to are like indicators that this is not the same person. And it was so awkward and quick, but it's yeah. for a purpose. And I thought that was such a smart choice. And it's things like that that made me so excited that you could do something like that in animation. You know, like we don't really see stuff like that. It's Absolutely. Yeah. And then when um, Rent was, I think that was his name, Rent, R H I N T. Uh, oh, Rent. Oh, yes. Yeah. Rent. Yeah. yeah. Um, when he was <laughs> flicking his lighter oh, and then recalling God. like how he got into the situation in the first place. And then they had it as a you know completely different color palette and you knew that it was like a flashback sepitone but also like timed with him trying yeah. to just get that lighter done it's so noir, I was like, this is a nice yes yeah, such a nice tension both, build both of the episodes about jet were very film noir oh, both sure. uh for this sure. and the uh, uh episode 16 black dog serenade yeah. where you find oh, out yeah. that what his old partner betrayed him yeah, yeah yeah that they they had caught that assassin guy that was on the prison ship mm-hmm. and that was when like jet got shot and he thought that the the assassin yeah. guy had shot him but it turns out it was his partner because he was on the payroll Whoa. of the syndicate and it's just ugh. it's so it's like good. you can't trust anyone in the future no no it's so good and so tragic and i love it so much man yeah i have <laughs> forgotten how good jet's backstory was it's, i i it's probably love my favorite I think. jet as a character i just the way he's characterized and his his little like he's sort of like a a, a very fussy middle-aged man like with his bonsai trees <laughs> and he's always yelling at people about yeah. you know the state of his ship and he's cooking for everybody but this and then he has like this great backstory of being part of the issb but it's heartbreaking man <laughs> yeah uh, yeah you know and we also uh i i do think that he that's my favorite backstory sure sure um okay. and he's uh, you know like in it's interesting how they deliver his backstory and Faye's backstory compared to spikes because yeah Spike's is like so mysterious still and so like yeah i was gonna say because i feel like with both um jet and with Faye's backstory at this point we've started sort of at the beginning we have a, Mm -hmm. a sense of where these people came from and how they ended up where they are Spike, we're still only seeing things in bits and pieces, though in Jupiter Jazz, mm-hmm. we finally hear the name Julia, which is, of course, very important yes. to right. the plot overall. Yeah. Uh, and that is, of course, what 
convinces Spike to to go off on this to hunt down this bounty. I enjoy that we get such a visceral uh, response oh, yeah. from him when um, you know that you know g- gang of hooligans thinks yep. that he's vicious. Yeah, yes. and then and then it's yeah. like <gasps> boom. You don't. I don't know even need vicious. this. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, man! It just went to town, I and then it looked like Faye was gonna like. Oh man, you know? was, like, I thought this story yeah. with her and Gren was super interesting. Yeah. Super, they went there, and yeah. I, I was here for it. You know, I was like, okay, uh, I'm I'm on this train. Yeah, let's do well, this. And the, let's, and let's the thing too, this where he like brings her back to his place and uh, and says, you know, I don't have any interest in women. I mean, one of the things that they want that Sunrise wanted to do with Cowboy Bebop was deal with these mature themes. And I I do truly believe that it's not because of the hormones that like that character is truly meant to be either homosexual or asexual. And I think that's just such a it's such a good storytelling choice. It's so much more interesting to have her end up at the apartment of this mm-hmm. very attractive guy yeah. and not hook up with him. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it, it, it yeah. feels like in in a less sophisticated story, that would be what it is. Like she would sleep with him for information, but instead... Yeah, we've, we've been there before. Yeah, instead, exactly. Instead we got um, gender exploration. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I I, uh, I really appreciated that because um, just slight, slight sidetrack. I, I was never really on board with uh, what uh, what they did with um, Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune in the original. Oh, right. And the original uh, with that, where it's like, oh, they're cousins. Stop you know, oh, they're, nope, they couldn't nope, possibly, you know, nope. be. And <laughs> side note, okay. if I go to my YouTube the and I, the first thing that comes up, if I'm going to search for something, is, is like, how to come meet you to cousins. Oh, <laughs> because right. I've lurked for compilations of them saying they're cousins so many times to use, to use in like panels and stuff about Sailor Moon, but. Anyway, there we go. Yeah, I'm telling you, like that one episode, and I don't remember the title of it, but it was like Sailor Jupiter going to the dock with uh, oh, Sailor Uranus, yeah. and everyone's like, and then she's They're on like, the communicator yes, with everybody we're cousins. else. Cousins, and she's like blushing. Like, what? what? Like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but um, but that's ex- that's an exploration of uh, sexuality. I like that there was the gender exploration yeah. uh, for yeah. this particular one because yeah. it's like, yes, we we come in more than just two flavors. Totally, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, well, there's actually, that it, spectrum. And uh, they take the name Julia. Uh, as like their code name, which I think is like oh, it's yeah. huge. They have that backstory on Titan uh, with uh, with Vicious. Sure. Where mm-hmm. Vicious gives them the gives the music box to him at the time. Oh, and, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And, right. And, like, and, yeah, when they were fighting in the war and because together. Because of that, like he loves that song so much that or that they they took the name yeah. uh, code name Julia. I'm like, wow, this is layers. I think that that was one of the things was that with Gren is you were seeing a character who, because of this experimentation, has, is essentially, you know, sort of trans. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he, he, she says, I, you know, I'm both a man and a woman. And it seems like it's something that he's come to terms with. Yeah. In to a the, way. To the point that, um, okay, Grimm's so cool, had a gun drawn while in the shower. It was yeah. just like, hey, 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 let's talk this out. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> and what? Like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's like, dude, what are you on? How do I get some? Yep. And I love like, uh, I, I totally forgot for a second about the the two characters in the beginning at the end who talk about like a star has fallen and that person. Oh, yeah. Uh, the way that they framed it. Yeah. 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 Where it's, it's like this pathetic 
warrior, this pathetic fool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that whole episode, it starts off as if the whole team's going to, like, they do split off, but mm. it, I love how it's literally a full circle. Yeah, like, and they all end up know, coming like, back This person's together. looking for this, this person's looking for this, this person's looking for this, and it all connects. I just, it just, I love that. It's so gratifying for me. I, and, mm. and the scene where Spike uh, sends Gren away is just like, ah. <sighs> like damn dude just yeah. hits you right it here. is it's really interesting because you know for all intents and purposes it is an ensemble cast it is about the four sort of main characters but spike is kind of a little bit more of a lead character than um Faye or ed or uh jet and he's so kind of cool and carefree for the most part and very like lackadaisical and drunken master with his uh, <laughs> uh, uh, martial arts. But there is this real darkness to him that we definitely see oh, a little bit in yeah. this episode. And, and sure. Marquia, you mentioned the scene yeah. where they bring up Vicious. And yeah. It was just like, ooh, he got yeah. triggered. And also yeah. how triggered he was hearing the name Julia. And he's like, I'm going to Callisto immediately. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, find my, my woman. woman. Yep. You yeah. go find your They who's run <laughs> off with, with their money, but they didn't and, really and have their their much money. And their antifreeze. <laughs> 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 Who thinks of doing that? Where it's like, <laughs> I'm not only going to take all their fuel or whatever to, yeah. like, to leave them stranded. They're going to be uncomfortable comfortable while they're there. Yep. Yeah. That's so funny. Just, <laughs> yeah, so all, all three of those backstory episodes, I just love so dang much. Um, yeah. But I do also enjoy the episode w- uh, that focus around Ed, like the mushroom oh, episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mushroom Samba. <laughs> and, the, and the chess episode. <laughs> the chess episode. so good. Yeah. It's just this crazy old man. They, they just can't catch a break with bounties, you know? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. You know, like, just let, like, just I let know. Him. That's the, Man. I mean, that is, that is sort of the moral of Cowboy Bebop is they're always going after these bounties and realizing, uh, We've made a horrible mistake. Just go about your life. It's going to be fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll run out of food in two weeks, but we'll figure something yeah. else out. Yeah. Because, yeah. well, I mean, basically, they show up to the Chessmaster Hex, and they're like, oh, you are a senile old man. All you can do is play chess. Because the whole story with him was that he didn't, he had been, like, the person behind the prototypes for the hyperspace mm-hmm. gates. Yeah. And then he decided that they weren't really good, so he programmed in, like, an automatic thing to happen when there was supposed to be uh, maintenance on them like scheduled annual maintenance talk about revenge sir yes (laughs) 50 year old revenge yeah wow yep i couldn't even imagine having that huge of a grudge with someone you know where it's just like at this point of time in my life be like yeah i'm gonna schedule this email or something to go (laughs) to them at this particular time yep five years from now and it's like yeah that's that's oh that's a strong grudge Yep. Yeah, and I, I I do like that they you know I think cause Spike says you know like just let him go because we don't want Ed to lose his chess partner. Yeah, like, her oh, they do chess partner. Care, yeah. you know? yeah. they, do, they do care about each other. Like yeah, you know I, we get hints of that I think in these last episodes. Oh, like, definitely. Yeah, because yeah. I know that they play it as if you know they're they're so like they really don't like each other. Like they're in a comma, but they're they don't really care of whether the person leaves or whatever but they do i think it shows like hints of that they're good people and that's the struggle with this whole show is that they put on this whole hard face as we talked before but on the deep down they're actually like good people yeah they don't want something super bad to happen i mean despite the fact that yeah it's not rick it's jet okay despite (laughs) despite the fact that jet's like this huge hulking guy with one metal arm he also has bonsai trees and when he gets really really high he just talks and giggles with them oh <laughs> like yeah. that was so great right. <laughs> wow 
Wow. And like with okay. all three of their trips in that in that episode, like crack me up. I totally <laughs> I haven't seen the episode in years, and oh my god, yeah. it's still so funny. Yeah, like Man. Spike's existential crisis of like ascending the stairway <laughs> to heaven into into eternal darkness, Man. and Faye in the bathroom with Just like a bunch swimming. of swimming with fish, like. When she comes back too, she has toilet paper in her mouth. I'm like, what were you doing? It's, I love yeah. these kinds of episodes because it kind of shows too just what like I, I still don't know another anime that would like do do it this well. Like that, yeah, that is, a, is ready to go like and do something, break the norm, and do something like this as a one-off episode, you know, and not take away too much from the main overarching like story of each character so yeah. yeah i mean i did have some issues with mushroom samba with a, <laughs> the depiction of certain characters yeah, yeah. i yeah. wanted to actually watermelon I, I thought about you just oh, like, yeah. That yeah. Stuff. i'm like okay yeah i mean yeah they're super cool but in that whole you know there's only so many ways yeah. that um characters like this can exist in our uh, anime, so sure. this is one of the boxes that we will put them in. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's just like, oh, all right. Yeah. Hey, no. at least the the outfits are pretty cool. They did have pretty cool outfits. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I did enjoy um, the Ed moments that you had in there, where she she like had a peanut in her oh my spandex God. pocket. Yes. So funny. And she's like, oh, good. And everyone's just like, <laughs> I also just loved. I really enjoyed in this episode that Ed got to have some of her own agency because yes. the thing is a lot of the time mm-hmm. in episodes she doesn't really do too much mm-hmm. she yeah. just kind of floats around the outside and she says funny things and i think she's one of the cutest anime characters that's ever existed just she's so the animator's so freaking cute uh, <laughs> but in this episode she when everyone was tripping out went okay i'm gonna fix this i'm gonna go collect the bounty while yeah. everyone's tripping out and i'm gonna get food and it's gonna be good and then she <laughs> comes back with a bag full of mushrooms that unfortunately are not psychedelic mushrooms and not worth any money yeah yeah but uh, then but then when she was trying out the psychedelic ones she literally like trick poisoned the rest of the (laughs) the crew where she's like i don't know if this is good i'm gonna put on this plate and then just watch (laughs) they don't have to eat it (laughs) but um to to go back to um Okay, because you have a you have three black characters sure. yeah, in yeah. the in Mushroom Samba, and then they just tend to okay. So all of them are from black exploitation <laughs> era. Yeah, with it, oh, no. where it's like a Foxy Brown character. Yeah, you know, like, yes, uh, Cleopatra Jones like yeah. character, and then um uh yeah, then the, the I mean it was a it was a specific dealer. choice on their and part clearly, but yeah, I it, it is the you know there's. Yeah, I understand the issues. On the, on the one hand, fun. Sure. And yeah. then on the other, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like that uh, Black Dog uh, Serenade was before this because then you got like that assassin type character. Yeah, sure. Like, definitely. Yes, he was, he was great. He was a yeah. great character. So it was good. It had levels. Yeah, yeah I, uh, so I, I understand the Mushroom Samba issue for sure, though I like to like, think <laughs> that in the end uh, that Domino, the girl, uh, the black girl bounty hunter mm-hmm. managed to actually get the bounty on the guy that sold them the fake mushrooms. You know, and yeah. like yeah. on, yeah. Do- on There's a fan the fiction of it out there. You know, I'm sure there is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, many fan fiction have been written about Domino because she yeah. was 
Yeah. Well, cool. I think Domino was the guy that they were going after. Domino. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. What was the girl's name? I don't. I don't know. remember. I, I don't, don't remember know. her name. I don't, I don't know what her name was. Yes. But, um, Do- yes. Domino Walker was the one that was selling the. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. The one with correct. the hat with like the corks on it. I think. Yeah. yeah. I, I like think I was thinking Domino because isn't because that the name of Deadpool too? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like, come on. Domino. Yeah. She's got the hair. Okay. I, Sarah, I, know, I was tight like, black clothing. I was like, where yes. did I get that from? <laughs> All righty. How are we doing on time there, Matt? Oh, yeah. It's about that time. All right. Well, it is about the time <laughs> to uh, wrap things up here. Uh, Marquia, thank you so much Thanks for yeah. uh, on. joining us on fun. the show today. Uh, yeah. I really, really appreciated your insight. I'm very glad we had you here for Me Mushrooms. Too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> if, if only that one. Because otherwise, yeah. it's a bunch of w- white-ish. I mean, Matt's Cuban and Michelle's, I'm Cuban, Asian. Michelle's Asian. I'm real yeah. white, uh, sitting around <laughs> being like, "Ooh, black exploitation episode." Anyway, uh, <laughs> this is why representation matters, guys. Yes. Uh, yes. Remember, right. it, it, does. Uh, it does matter. If you don't have a way of watching Cowboy Bebop, you can use that code over on mm-hmm. Funimation, which is I'm gonna say it wrong, I gotta look at it again. Da 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 it is hyper M H A and the capitalization does manage it does matter for the code. So it's hyper with a capital H, the rest lowercase, and then M H A all in caps. You'll see it somewhere in here so you know exactly what to oh, enter man. over on Funimation to get five dollars off your first month subscription for first time subscribers. Yes. Remember this is only available for the first five hundred people who take advantage mm-hmm. of it. So get on it uh also next week is going to be the last week that we are talking about cowboy bebop here on anime club so let us know what you want us to cover next we got that sweet promo going on with funimation if it's something on funimation that's totally cool like i said the Uh, library is deep it's very deep so (laughs) take a look uh take a look netflix hulu any streaming services and let us know what anime series you would like us to cover next uh, Marquia, thank you once again for joining us yeah. today. Where can people find you on the internet? Because you're all over it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Marquia McCarty. That's M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Um, but yeah, I do Collider Heroes on Wednesdays, Marvel Movie News on Tuesdays. For here, for Hyper, I do uh, 10 Candles. Yeah, yes. Marquia has died a lot. I have. And she's also done a killer job. Yes, yes. A good, good job. Yeah, you're supposed (laughs) to die on 10 (laughs) kids. Super fun. And that's uh, Mondays at 6. Like, check that out. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Remember to let all of your friends know about Anime Club. Invite them over here. Yeah. Have them come chat with us about great anime series, old and new. We will see you guys next time. And until then, this meeting of the Hyper Otaku Anime Club is adjourned. Bye.